Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler Wrecker of Days. In a, an adjusted office you are. Episode 146. Adjusted. Yeah, you've switched it around. It's very nice. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Needed to needed to officially mount the mic. Yeah, my mic has been in a temporary position since episode one. Tr- so. True. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, 146 episodes later. Figured, we did it. Okay, I think <laughs> I think we're moving along with this. I think this is a pretty permanent thing. Let's uh let's keep going. That's right. Episode 146, Forever Exiled. Thanks everybody for hanging out with us. Big shout out to our Patreons. You guys are awesome. Thank you for supporting the podcast. If you're curious what Patreon gets you access to, it's After Dark, of course. At every tier, you get access to After Dark, which is just our podcast after the podcast, where we continue to jive like two groovy dudes just chatting. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's about it. I think that's that's, that's pretty much what people say. I mean, that is about as good a marketing as you can get, I think. Oh my goodness, he intentionally <laughs> using that mug. <laughs> I'll put a picture of it on Discord so people know what Tyler's laughing at. But I just, uh, oh I, had my, my, goodness. I had my coffee this morning in my Mr. Beefy mug that Tyler, I think, did you get this for like your wedding? Was this a gift I, to guys? It's in your wedding? No. Or just it random? It was just because I bought a mug with my picture on it flexing and on the back it says Mr. Beefy like, and I gave it to see, like. I don't know if you can see in the picture, but it's actually over time like leaked like the red has kind of oh, like yeah. leaked upwards but yeah. london drugs actually lets you make a lot of really cool custom mugs obviously this one's what that's probably like 25 years oh, old man, it's old. and you want to know what's annoying is tyler got tiny mugs when i went to pour my coffee into it this morning i was like damn it it filled it like to the top and i still had some left i was like <laughs> well no i'm sipping the top of it <laughs> so it's me flexing in the picture with clothes on and just being a goober and on the back it says mr beefy and i gave that mug to like it's cost like 150 bucks <laughs> back back when 150 bucks was like my wage uh-huh. and um i gave it to like 10 or 12 friends um, I still have mine. my brother-in-law actually just recently gave mine back because it was taking up too much space. And I was like, OK, wow. listen, buddy, you're getting a new one. <laughs> and uh, but anyway, and uh, but yeah, that was before I was even drinking coffee. Yep. So like I didn't know about sizes. So I'm looking at them. And I'm like, oh, I'll take the cheap one, size. please. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody drinks coffee. What's going on now? That's all I drink. Now the doctor says I can't drink anymore. Anyway. Anyway, oh my goodness, that made me, you planned that out so well. You made me pee my pants. I was avoiding oh, drinking it the whole time leading up to us getting started so that you wouldn't see it. Well, what do you have in there? It looks like crappy chocolate milk. No, it's coffee. This is back to my, I'm, I'm back to my, no, it's, I took, a, it's I took like some time off. Stuff. What'd you do? No, no, it's, uh, it's my, uh, it's a French black. So I ba- I'm back to my French press. This one's a French black coffee. Love French press. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It broke though today. It really sucked. The actual uh french press piece broke it was the first one i'd ever bought so i didn't buy like anything super fancy i thought i'd just try it out but it's got the okay. uh you know the stuff you like to make fun of me for with the grass-fed butter mct oil oh yeah and that's some, right the uh, stuff that came through cow poop mushroom yeah, yeah, tinctures yeah, yeah. and yeah I, I i took some time off of it i wasn't drinking coffee for a while but i started to feel like this week i actually been fighting a bit of a cold i'm all done it now but you could hear it on last week when we recorded i thought it was maybe because i had oh that out. was hangover no i thought yeah, it was. was i don't think it was i think it was a combination of like the fact that i had been out all night before i wasn't hungover when we recorded but i was definitely done from the night before but i also think i was sick because i started to feel like garbage the next mm. two days after that but yeah i had gotten away from uh you know get i was you know i'd been into the intermittent fasting for a long time and i had stopped doing that so this week i got back into it all and I feel way better. So, yeah. But now I got to buy a new French press. A new Justin. Born again. Just back again. Hallelujah. Just back again, Ty. You know, I took a break <laughs> and now I, I realized I needed to get back into it because uh, I just wasn't feeling great. I need to feel a little bit better. I need to make new. I, hey, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. And thanks for the reminder that I need to make new mugs oh, once man, every can you 20 years. that now? Like, you, were, you were so happy. <laughs> I was. That picture is me, John, and Brandon at a Mariners game in Seattle. We're walking you used downtown to smile. Seattle. Remember? <laughs> I do. I do. I also had long hair. You did. Yeah. I'm going to put this in Discord. So anybody listening, you'll see a picture of this, this beautiful mug. Uh, anyway, how was, uh, how was your week, bud? I had a good week. I had a good week. Uh, it was really low key. Had a physio appointment. I, our, our like benefits and stuff are kind of sort of good but kind of sort of not so we don't get a lot of physio for the family for a year that's covered but 
doing some really important physio and uh, so that's nice to get it done it's really relaxing it's nice to get pampered that's what this kind of physio feels like it's not like you know when i shattered my thumb joints where i'm getting like electrotherapy and it's like <laughs> and it's not really comfortable well i mean i was young then so i kind of liked it but i wouldn't like that now but yeah no and then uh, it was a lot of chores but it's been so nice this week it's been all oh josh is playing 20 formula one 2022 yeah, my, my steam job, popped up with that yep yeah and uh it's been like the high 20s all week and it's been just a nice low breeze in this high 20s heat all week so it's been so nice for doing yard work and mowing and everything it's good we're uh we're gonna be getting hopefully this coming week i guess this is next week's news but it's exciting for me because we don't go out but uh hopefully gonna go see thor this coming oh, week so christina we're and i saw line up a babysitter for that did you like it it's fine they're good they're all fun like i don't good. i don't go into them really knowing much about what's happened in past ones and where does it line up I, that's not me it was fu- it yeah, was yeah, fun yeah. cool yep we normally wait until they're out on Disney Plus, but with Marvel's kind of changed their lineup this um, this year, and so some of their movies are coming out in the fall. Not just they're not just doing like the smashing the three big ones in the spring like they normally do. Mm. So this is the last theater theatrical release for like six months until November or something like that. Mm. And so uh, we're like, you know what? Let's just see it in theater. Then we don't have to worry about spoilers for the next sure. two months while we wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. So. Hopefully going to get babysitter stuff lined up. And uh, if, if it falls through, I'll give you a show. You can just take the kids all night. Great. Mm-hmm. Sleepover. Perfect. Um, did I tell you how... So Justin mentioned at the beginning of the episode that I, I rearranged my desk office. And it was, A, the desk is in the position that my wife likes. So That's when you have to do. But mm-hmm. now it's also in a position... Now that she's happy with where the desk is, I could permanently put up my mic. And I bolted it to the wall just because the stand doesn't really match. I'm using my dad's like nice old solid desk oak desk. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's uh, yeah. Once you set it up, you don't take it apart. It's just there for life. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time you it moves out of the room is if the house burns down. So it's here to stay. And uh, so anyway, it, nothing really clamps to it. Like the, it's not like any of those thin modern desks mm-hmm. It's old and it's thick. So I had to bolt my mic to the wall. And did I tell you the process oh, yeah. that I had to go through? It was hilarious. It was supposed to be a 20. All I'm all doing. <laughs> all I'm doing. It was. It's, t- it's supposed to be 20 minutes. I go to Home Depot. I'm only getting two screws. It's two bolts, right? people. I only two need bolts two and screws. two L brackets. And that was a day. Right. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I pre-drill the hole. I'm feeling all, you know, I know what I'm doing. I can mow my lawn. I could also use drill things. Tim the tool and man. Going in. You betcha. Now these 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 studs, they were um they weren't facing me, so they weren't four inches wide. They were right, uh, that's about normal. an inch and a half, two inches wide, but mm-hmm. then there were two pressed together. Right. So, you know, I gotta be a little extra careful that I'm not drilling right into the the gap between them. And I'm going through and I'm like, all right, I pre-drill a hole. All right, that's awesome. And I think it's deep enough. So now I'm like used, only using a ratchet to put the bolt yeah, in, right? Because I don't want to, you know, I don't want too much, don't want too much torque, but it's going in and that's fine, right? I, this was what my day plan around my concussion stuff. No grocery shopping, no lawn mowing. Like this is where my energy is going into today. So I, I'm not like a deadbeat later. And all of a sudden the ratchet can't do enough torque to keep getting it into the bolt. And I'm like, what is going on? My ratchet's not strong enough. So then I bring out my drill. I know I need to be careful. And I'm going in. It's going in nice and smooth, nice and smooth. All of a sudden, bah, snap. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I only bought two bolts and I needed two bolts. And I got to go back to Home Depot. I know what the issue is, right? I, I, there was a metal plate that was holding the two beams together. So I go and I change where the hole is. I make sure the thing can go. I use the drill again, bah, snap. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I should have bought like 20 bolts because this is going to take forever. And now because like I can't get the broken bolt out of the wall, it's stuck in there, so now I'm having to change the altitude of where the mic is and retest it based on where the other stupid spinny... Anyway, it was like an all-day process. <laughs> I went to Home Depot like eight times. My like $5 L brackets ended up costing me like 25 bucks trying to get all this stupid... Anyway. You should just call me. Um, and at the end of the day, it looks absolutely ridiculous. It works. Because I have like... I don't know, a centimeter stack of paper in there just to make sure that the L brackets aren't bending because I put the long. Anyway, shut up. It was a long process. It is rock solid now, and we're not moving this desk. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. In the camera. But when I showed you, I I, my wall, 
that whole beam is cut like just put a picture up or something <laughs> your kids it's like ant. yeah that's right it's like ant holes or something my whole wall is littered with holes now because of my escapades attempting mm-hmm. to know what i was doing which i did mm-hmm. i don't know what was going on yeah so that was um that was that was exciting and it's nice to actually have a permanent place yeah and i, I can also take note there uh have you ever seen altered carbon yes uh, i actually know one of the actors but yes i have i've watched the first two seasons yeah well there's only two yeah well they're supposed to be coming out with a third there was talk of it but I'd, i never kept up with it after the after i finished the two seasons i liked it though did you like it? I loved it. Mm. Yeah, I've like I've always saw it and it was always recommended. But Netflix actually has really bad marketing. Like when I see a trailer for a Netflix original, I'm like, eh. Mm. like I have to actually read what the synopsis is because their trailers to me, are, they, they're not they're not meant for me. OK, like they show me stuff that just makes it look so stupid oh. and altered carbon always looked so dumb, but mm. it kept showing up for me with like how their algorithms yep. work. And eventually I'm like, okay, let's, let's click on it. Anthony Mackie's face is up there all the time. So I click and I watched the first episodes episode and I'm like, for me. I'm like, okay, you know, like this is really sci-fi and there's a couple actors in here that are either really bad or they're directed to be bad. But then as I got into episode two, mm-hmm. I couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. So thank goodness it wasn't those, oh my goodness, just wait till season 38. No, it, really it took up. me like two episodes, I think as well yeah. to get into it. Uh, and the I, first I really episode, like I it. almost turned it off, but episode two, I watched the whole, I watched all 18 episodes of both seasons. Like there's 18 episodes in total mm-hmm. and I watched them maybe in six days. Yeah, it's really good. It was, I, I actually really liked the world and mm-hmm. they really the did a great cool. job at, yeah, there weren't, normally when people make a sci-fi world and then they try and make an individual story within that sci-fi world, there's so many stupid loopholes that just don't exist. They have a cool story. They have a cool world. They just don't coexist well together. Mm. This, whoever wrote this or then did the screenplay for this really nailed it. Like there's no loopholes. You really get into the world. So discovered, well, sort of discovered it. Netflix fault that it took me four years to get there, but they said they canceled season three, like in 2020. They they didn't have enough numbers for it. Yeah. Which is too bad because it was all on their marketing team. The story's fine. Yeah, I agree. Um, My wife wanted me to bring this up, Mm. but I... I wouldn't deny her this. Uh, Justin, have you seen the trailer for Power Wash Simulator yet? <laughs> no. Is this a game? Is this a game? <laughs> I mean, so far, I, I I'm strongly sold, suggest. But... <laughs> uh, so let's just cut from here. You watch it, and then you can tell me about your week. Uh, but I would Power like you to, wash to watch Simulator? Power Wash Simulator, please. Uh, and the trailer for it. Yep. Uh, is there an actual trailer for it? Power Wash Simulator Xbox. Early Access Launch Trailer. Sure. Okay, I'm clicking it right now. Oh, hold on. I'm going to watch the Xbox one. Um, well, so first off, uh, I love that you can power wash with friends. <laughs> <laughs> power washing driveways. Yep. Uh, uh, like a fire a, truck. A, a mini putt place. Uh, the fire yep. trucks was the first time you got to see two buddies, uh, you mm-hmm. know, doing it. Uh, so I will say I would never play it because that just looks a little boring. But oh, I don't believe that at all, Mister. I farming love simulator. power washing. I actually myself love it, and I could watch videos of people power washing because there's something. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just it's relaxing to see the clean lines as they're. It's the same with the farming that I like watching, where somebody's like doing it, just. The, I don't know. There's something about these like clean lines and. Yeah, I don't think I could play the game because it looks like the the nozzle is like itty bitty and the areas they're cleaning are pretty big. So uh, it was maybe this will be the first time that I can buy you a birthday gift because you have everything you need. I have no idea what to ever, ever get you. And we don't do birthday birthday gifts anyway. High fives. That's all we need. That 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 might be something. I I don't think I I knew you loved your power washing. I don't think I would play it. I do love power washing. And we did I ever tell you that we bought one of the rotary adapters you can put onto a power washer so it's a circle and inside it's got multiple spinning nozzles and you hook it up to your power washer so then when you're power washing it's a whole circle that's cleaning the ground does this sound like D to you does this sound like D? apparently suspected spam callers bypass D do not disturb oh weird yeah huh. thanks motorola uh go ahead so anyway 
yeah, we have a, an old, a whole big circle thing, but yeah, the, 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 the power washing, I love power washing, but I don't think it was the same for the, like, uh, what was the game where you could mow grasses and stuff? I, I wouldn't do it in a game. I don't think. Cause I want to, I think you'll I, surprise I wanna feel the gun in my hand as I'm power washing. I don't want to move my mouse. It's not the same. Of course not. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Uh, how was your week? It was good, but I felt like crap for the better, oh, right, better yeah. half of the week. So drugged myself up quite a bit. It was awesome. Busy with work and we played age of empires four on, on Monday. And that was a lot of fun. Like I, we haven't oh, played it in forever. It? Yes, it was. And it was a ton of fun. And then I started, I was just curious. I started watching some of the people that play it at like the competitive level. I and was They shocked. play just like us. Oh my God. I was like, this one guy was so, like he had, he had gotten to the Imperial age in like 12 minutes. Like that's the final four. I was like, man, I got like eight villagers by that point. Like what? <laughs> just the way they click is crazy it's i would never want to play yeah, at a competitive yeah. level because i'd be like can we just can we just peace like i'm gonna turtle don't touch my wall please leave me alone for a little bit but it was really fun to watch them play it because it's just such a different way to play but yeah no age of empires 4 was a ton of fun to play on uh on monday and then i don't i don't think we finished watching the good place it's a tv show we were watching on netflix it's got uh four seasons i think Okay, so we finished watching that, and that's about it. It was uh, it was a good week. It's fine. Yeah, cool. Let's uh, let's get nice. into Poe so that uh, you know the random, the random one off doesn't get mad at us for for talking about. Here's the thing: Tyler and I started this podcast 146 episodes ago. I was thinking about this today while I was making my coffee. If we didn't have this part of the podcast where we got to talk to each other, I don't think we would have lasted 146 episodes. We made it with the purpose of catching up and then talking the game we like. And yeah. uh, this is our this is our weekly hangout. Yeah, yeah. We, and we couldn't because we actually we don't we don't get to see each other throughout the week. So this is us catching up. That's right. Josh is messaging me about settings for the wheel. <laughs> He's <laughs> gonna have to wait. Yeah, buddy. That's what I said. He, our, our buddy Josh got the the wheel for F one twenty two, and he got for PC, which excites me a great deal because now I can play with someone else yep. while I wait for cross platform mm -hmm. to come. So, but. Anyway, yeah, so uh, it's, a, it's a good chance for us to catch up. And then we obviously, we always talk Path of Exile. I remember somebody saying like, can you put a marker in for, I was like, no, this is not, listen, YouTube is an afterthought. We love you listening on YouTube, but you're an afterthought. We, we made a podcast <laughs> that's audio based and that was the focus. And we, uh, we don't, I, you can't do timestamps on a podcast because thankfully that's not a thing. I was joking. I was laughing to myself thinking like, maybe I should add a little thing that at the very beginning of each episode says, you know, like. If you're a dick and don't want to hear about our personal lives, just jump to <laughs> leave a blank space. And then when I edit it, I'll add like 16 minutes, <laughs> but I don't want to. So That's anyway, funny. thanks for hanging out with us so far. Let's talk about Path of Exile. There's not a ton that happened this week, but there were some like announcements, at least some bigger announcements. Well, fun seeing the highlights in uh, the gauntlet, which is a very different gauntlet experience this time around. I got uh, definitely a lot more boss kills, so it was cool seeing the highlight. I got a message uh, this week uh, regarding the gauntlet, and I'm going to send you, uh, no, I'm not going to send you a link because you know, it doesn't make sense to people that are listening. But if you go to POE, was it POE-Racing, I think is what they all use, POE-Racing.com, <laughs> is this spam calls? Ty, yes. Try to record a podcast. God, it's on D and D. Uh, if you go to poe-racing.com and you look up the the gauntlet, Zizarin's gauntlet, and then you sort by slayers, top slayers, currently in place, well, of total ranks, eleven hundred and one place is a character named Tags Gauntlet, and <laughs> that, that is Soja who used my name and he said it worked. He got uh, actually some really good drops quite early Why did on. he use your name? Uh, RNG. Because, because obviously I pay uh, GGG to give me good drops uh, as long of as course, the name Tags yes. is in it. And so he decided to use Tags Gauntlet as his name. And sure enough, he's got, he's actually level 86 in the Gauntlet, 86. which is good. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, I'm now officially in the Gauntlet, one of the top slayers. Uh, yeah. And I was laughing to him. He just got a bot doing he it. He said, uh, he was like, you know, somebody might think it was you. I was like, if anybody has ever heard me speak ever, 
that you know that's not me. <laughs> like it would, that's you fair. just know I'm not in there. But yeah, anyway, I didn't watch the highlights, but I assume it was like lots of deaths, probably. Well, it was fun. Some successes, some nots. Mm-hmm. So it was good. Can you hear my dog scratching? No, okay, it's good. good. Uh, there was also kind of a, a neat thing. I actually, I copy and pasted the wrong bit. There wasn't um, a link. I copied the title, unfortunately. I thought it would copy the link. So my apologies. So I can't let you see it, get you to click on it. But there was um, uh, a GGG employee posted on Reddit uh, a parody of the Chris Wilson interview that he did. And but they used an AI replica of Chris Wilson instead. Okay. They kind of like so you know how they sometimes I forget what the the method is, but they sometimes do their patch notes and run it through some sort of yeah yeah. Can't remember um, what they call oh, it. I forget what it's called. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, and then it all comes out all funky and it's a fun tease for people, right? But then it's also just sorry, I got to deal with my dog. Yep. Anyway, sorry for the interruption. She was scratching a lot. But anyway, no, this was so this was kind of neat. It was just a parody interview of an AI replica of Chris Wilson uh, answering these questions. And uh, so it was, it was kind of funny to, to see the responses. I like the fun things they do for us and just post it. So that was fun. Sorry, I screwed up the link so you can't read it. I was wondering because I read the your note and I was like, OK, that sounds cool. It, this was posted by mm-hmm. someone from GGG. Yep. Oh, cool. Yep. So hmm. a little bit of free time. And but. Uh, it, besides that, crazy slow week. Uh, expansion timeline uh, within the week. They announced they last week it. that three nineteen. That's right. Yeah, three nineteen was supposed to show up at a certain time. Uh, they've taken that extra week buffer for the reasons that they mentioned or didn't mention, and so three nineteen is now expected to be revealed on the eleventh ish mm-hmm. and to be released on the nineteenth ish, which is great fantastic yeah i don't i don't understand why they go with the issues like why not just wait until you have a uh con- sure a, a confirmed one mm-hmm. it doesn't actually matter to me i know i saw some people in discord that were talking about because there are people that take time off so they plan around it that's obviously not not myself or you but uh, it's weird why not just wait a little bit until you know for Solidified. sure like they, i don't even think they necessarily needed to do the last post or maybe just say like hey in august at some point you know f- to be announced or something it just seems weird that they're picking dates and then being like ah uh, not yet and then when they come up with this one they even it's still not even like a yeah okay here's the dates it's a uh, around mm-hmm. this date so i don't i don't understand no. what the reason for that is but it's cool at least we know it's coming works out well Totes. for me cuz i didn't want it to come out too early anyway in august so mm. August is a busy month for me, so I uh, I forget what my timelines are, but we're going to be going camping and we're going into the interior, so uh, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Might miss it, but that's fine. Um, but yeah, and then I forget if it was this week or last week, but Recombinators, they're staying in the game for standard, but there's no extra drops, so eventually they'll just be used up and disappear. Well, because Sentinel's not um, going core, and we've talked about this before too, whether or not Sentinel... Oh, sorry, that's a different that's a different post. Yeah, so they posted (laughs) that Sentinel is not going core. Right. It may in the future, but it's not in the talks now. But they did really like the league and what it brought to the game. We talked about this a while ago, and I remember saying I didn't think it was going to go core because it was way too strong. And it doesn't surprise me. I know I liked it. I really, really liked it. But it was crazy, crazy strong. And the fact that they're recombinate this makes sense for why recombinators apparently have just skyrocketed in price because they won't be dropping anymore and your only way to get them would have been to be in the league and collecting them so if you wanted to take them or the gear created into standard you're going to need to buy them so apparently they're very expensive to purchase uh, recombinators right now it doesn't surprise me though I hope it does come back. It's crazy to me that they put that much effort. They built this really cool controller. They they did something new with a tree where you can change it as you go and you're not committed to it and you can restructure it at any point with the the Sentinel controller. I loved all that. It's crazy to me that that that, that gets lost because it is quite a bit of work and it looks so good, but it was way, way, way too strong, which I liked, I, but yeah. yeah, I, I, I too, I think they're too strong for the game. I think the ability to just mix and match that type of stuff, it would have to be an extremely rare thing. Like I, I mirrors are the rarest drop in the game and you have to have an already relatively perfect item to want to use a mirror. You know what I mean? Unless you're using it for trade, but I always think of currency in their solo cell phone state. 
to me, something like a recombinator is it's almost to me, it's almost that strong. The amount of stuff that people come up with at the current drop rate is insane. Yeah, but like you have to remember so too, much... you risk losing the item. Like I, I get that people say that the recombinator is a, you know, it's so good, but you also have to have gotten lucky with it because you but, have a chance of wrecking the item. Yeah, but that's that only matters to casual players. People that are playing a lot, those items that they're trying to recombinate aren't rare. They're not scared because they have a whole bunch of other items that are good. Like because of harvest and all the other mechanics, the amount of perfect items that there are out there. It's not sometimes that's not a bad thing to the casual player because that means that the the cost for me if I'm in a trade league to purchase that stuff comes down. If more people who are playing it lots are being able to create them, the cost for me as a casual player who maybe couldn't create it decreases. It allows me into that world of some of those recombinated items. But also, like I I did play a lot this league, but I'm certainly not a eight hours a day, every single day. I was like an eight hours, nine hours a week. Somewhere in that range, probably eight to 10 hours a week is what I was playing. Maybe a little bit more. I have stacks of recombinators. I just never use them. But, you know, it, it, it did give you the ability to at least try. And I liked the fact that there was this risk that if I threw two together, it could wreck the item and I'd have to try again. I do understand what you're saying, because people who played a lot, I remember talking to, damn, I wish I could remember who it was, who, who had a tabs full of gear they would eventually start to recombinate they basically uh, wands would drop with a plus one or amulets would drop with a plus one they'd throw them in there till they had a couple that they wanted to do it i don't know that that's bad the one thing i do like about it like as much as i say i I, it doesn't surprise me sentinel's not going court doesn't surprise me at all i'd much rather that than have to go do harvest i hate harvest hate it when we played our hardcore league i had to do harvest because or the private league because that's one of the best ways to get crafts that you need onto an item. So recombinators were kind of fun because it gave me another way to do something or take a chance on something than harvest. Sure. But uh, yeah, I, I wish recombinators stayed and then they, because I do understand the sentinels, they were really strong, even yeah. though I love them. But I, I found recombinators were kind of fun. They said they're going to change their function if they do come back, if they do come back. Well, so here's, here's my thing. I don't have a problem with recombinators, but... To paraphrase kind of GGG's mentality on the current, like Chris has said itemization is not the way that it wants to be. He said that in the Josh Hayes interview, right? Is it Josh Hayes? Yeah. Sure. Um, but they've also said in the past, like they they want perfect items to be like non-existent and in- extremely rare. But the amount, how how easy it is to get an extremely powerful, well-rolled weapon that's T1, T2s with all mods that are relevant to you. I see those posted all the time. So in the current state of the game, to me, recombinators are just absolutely absurd. Hmm. If if itemization, if it was so much harder to get that great item, I think recombinators have a great place in the game. Have a billion, have a fantastic drop rate for recombinators if the majority of your gear that's dropping, that you're finding, that you're even capable of creating, like, you know, before the harvest days when all you had was a crafting bench and all it did was fill in the gaps of a previously dropped item. That's what that's the state of the game that recombinators to me are very good for because it's still that high risk, high reward. But getting that great item that you want to risk is so much more risky because the chances of you replacing that are next to nothing but don't you think it already is like that for some you you or myself like if we get for me yes well even for myself if i had to i never used a recombinator and i even started keeping a tab trying to do it it just wasn't my thing but i love the idea of them but i don't get what the i don't know i i it's a it's a tough i think it's a tough mindset because i want the ability to get an item that i think is amazing without always feeling like i have to go to the trade website and right. I do play trade for that reason. You and I talked about this. I don't remember if it was in After Dark or main episode. I, I like the trade league because it gives me the option at least to do something. If I want to up, increase my power, I don't feel like I'm stuck in a solo cell-found environment and I can go and get something. But it's so much more rewarding when you do it. When you get to either combine an item to create it or drop it. The problem is it's not going to drop. It's not going to no, drop. Sure. It's just not. So now I feel like I'm kind of forced to go the route, especially in the private league. I was forced to go the route of uh, harvest and essences, which I, I don't mind. Actually, I don't mind essences because that's a, a randomization. I'm hoping I hit something. Same with fossil crafting. Like you're, you're getting like 
It's still one part, actually. Yeah, right. One part is is guaranteed, but the rest is risky. Harvest is not that at all. It really isn't. Harvest is very deterministic if you have the the crafts ready to go. I don't okay. understand what the what how is recombinator so much more dangerous to their game than something like harvest is. Well, I think it's because of the combination of all of it, right? And mm. I think the hard thing that they have to the to waver is you know remember back in the day when I mean what was this maybe a year ago now when there was a huge talk about GGG rebalancing the game for the top one percent as opposed to the bottom ninety nine percent and. Outside of how irrelevant that is, you have to balance your because they have a public trade. You have to balance the game for the people that can play eight hours a day. You have to. Yeah, but you never can. You can never find a balance between them and us. There's just well, that's right. So you have to make sure that they because they have those items in the market, and if they're playing a ton, and then like those items still trickle down, and there's no. But but the point is is that because there this is a game where you can invest that much time over and over and over and then you have the public trade you have to base your decisions around that and i think having recombinators around what you can buy in trade but there are a lot of people in this game in this community that can play that much and so the trade market is just inundated with really really good gear that normally you shouldn't be able to improve upon and recombinators that you do that so i think there's just that hard balance i don't have it like i I think it's wise of them to take recombinators out not for players like me but because of what it does to the market the amount of items that would be in the market would just be insane yeah in the end i'm fine with it i just feel like it gave people who played less a little bit more chance to have some of those really strong items and totally when you're playing at a more casual level those changes are a big deal much more so than to somebody who's playing a lot so if you can if you can have the market with more of them in there or even giving a solo self-found person more control over potentially getting that type of item they want i don't i don't actually see the downside to that i in the end it's their thing and i'm you know we've talked about this before we can say whatever we want we know they're not doing something to screw their game over who knows what's coming out with 319 we have no idea what they're going to be reworking with other leagues so it could be we can't have it interacting with something else that's coming out. You never know what it's going to be. I just, I don't think it's bad to increase the strength of someone who plays less. Cause I, I actually think the majority of people that play path of XL don't play huge hours every oh, single totally. day, all through the week. So I, I, it's never something you can ever balance evenly around. I understand that, but I, I don't mind the idea of stuff being able to trickle down to people who play a little less casually uh and giving them some sort of option so it'll be interesting to see what 319 holds but uh i I do understand sentinel coming out even though i loved it the thing that sucks about them taking it out is just it seemed like it was such a big amount of work like adding that whole controller tree maybe they're just going to move that tech to the normal tree and that's never going to happen but (laughs) well i think i think part of the issue with how the community functions is there's a lot of copying right and I think it's because people really want to be successful in the game. And it's a complicated game to learn on your own. And so a lot of the times people, they just want to take a build, experience the game, experience it well, but then they obviously don't want to backtrack and learn the game for themselves and barely like make it to yellow maps as they learn how this mechanic works or this mechanic works or these types of skills or this type of ascendancy. And so there's a lot of, okay, well, these streamers, these are builds that they play and they crush the game and so you take 600 skills you funnel them into 10 and that's it and so there's not really and i think a lot of that comes from people's desire to be successful from other people's builds as opposed to experiencing yourself i think most people when they come into the game when they see that passive tree for the first time their mind explodes and then they stay that's the theory crafter in them they want to experience it they want to figure all that stuff out but then the game doesn't give them almost any information to help them succeed and that is a very long road to get to be successful when the game doesn't give you so much basic information and so when you're funneling all into okay well everybody wants these same 10 builds or these same 10 skills because that's what the people are playing because i don't have the time to learn this at all of a sudden you're in that circumstance where people are always wanting the same things and it's there but you have all these people with these extremely successful builds even though they're throwing their theory crafting side away from them sure there's still a lot of people that understand the game well but they've been around for a long time now 
So it's kind of like that hard thing of this is how this is what the game gives you. So this is what the community's like. And GGG's kind of in that limbo state of in my opinion anyway, and I'm very naive to how they function, but in that state of okay, this is how the community functions, this is how our skills are used, these are the decisions we have to make until PoE2. I feel so like I kind of think it's a big global go ahead. I was just going to say I feel like the days of picking up a game and you know, slogging through it and figuring it out. I think they're kind of gone with with the, with the accessibility on the internet, with YouTube, with Twitch. I think a lot of players now pick up a game and then find something online that either guides them or tells them what's the strongest or how to be the best. I think there's less of people going into a game now and going, "There's no outside influence." Let me just figure it out. I think that's I think that's very, very, very gone. I think there's very few Maybe. people now that do that. I, th I think you're in a culture that's very familiar with that. But I if I was to introduce Path of Exile to anybody that I was hanging out with, like when I'm picking up the kids from school, any of our friends, I don't think they're I can't think of one person that would be like, oh, cool. Let me let me look this up before I play it. They're going to load it up, see if they like it. And that's it. Right. And if they love the theory crafting option, they're going to try and figure it out for themselves. I think that's just mm, like there's so. a culture there that I yeah well I think maybe somebody might try but I think that people are quick to turn to the internet now to find something that's stronger I don't and I'm not saying that's bad we've I've talked about that for new players I actually think following a guide's a great idea because it does let you experience some of the game I think Path of Exile is a very hard game to get into and just theory craft right off the bat because you don't know what the hell's I happening agree. you have no idea what mechanics work with what how skills interact with others. And you talked about it. It's not like the game really walks you through that too much. No. And I do like that about the game, that it does take a long time to be successful, but it is missing so much very basic information to functionalities of certain mechanics that um, you have to go online for the basics. And to me, that that doesn't make sense. But either way, all I'm saying is that that funnels people to taking all these skills and it's like, okay, now we're just going to follow this because I'd rather just have a successful build. I'd rather do this. I'd rather be, you know. And so to me, in that kind of world, recombinators are just a scary thing. But you I think that will always filaments. be the case, though. Sorry, that will, that will always be the case, though. Regardless of whether you get rid of recombinators or not, that will always be the case. People will continue to watch the streamer who's doing lots, to watch the sure. YouTube video or whatever it is on a, on a guide and go... You know, I, nothing's going to ever change that. That's just the way that the world works now. And to to an extent, I think like the console world's a very different world. Console people sit down, like for example, you look at Game Pass. Okay, here's here's a bunch of games that you get for free. Just sit down, load one up, start playing. And that with the people that play console and have that console mentality, they're not attempting to go online right off the bat and figure things out. I think and they are. So I, don't I think, think so. I think a lot are different than how you think. Well, I, I, I think it's the same back to you as well. Like, I don't think there's as many. I know there's a lot of people that are online right off the bat, uh, but there's also a lot of people that aren't. I, th I think it's I, th I think it's like, no, I'm not saying the stats of the people that are like that are 50 50, but I think you do have to consider both groups and especially when you are making a game for console. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. But the, anyway, like you, I don't know what the actual answer is. And without seeing numbers, it's hard to say. But and because uh, unfortunately, console doesn't have stuff like PoE Ninja. But if you use that, and I think it correlates across platforms, whether it's PC or PlayStation or Xbox or whatever, when you have just out of a quick look on the normal Sentinel, not hardcore, not solo cell found, just the trade normal league, when you have the top. How, how many classes are there in total? It's like six, nine. No, 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 no. Sorry. Ascendancies. Ascendancies. Oh, there's uh, 19. 19. When you have two, four, six, six ascendancies taking up the top 30, 40, 50, 60, 70%, 72%. Uh, it's that's because people go online. That's not because they, they open the game up and thought, sure. Oh, this is the direction I should go. So, I, and I would bet if you could see numbers for console, it'd probably be similar. So I, and I'm not saying that's bad. I'm not saying it's bad at all, yeah. but I don't think that that you ever get away from that. I think people see what is strong, True. what's going to let me experience the end game and path of exile without spending a lot of time is a very difficult game to fully grasp, to try and build your own yeah. build. Uh, yeah. And especially if you're not the person who's fine with it failing, because you can fail yeah. in path of exile and it's mostly a start over scenario when that happens. Yeah, I do all the time. <laughs>
Uh, but you know what? This has nothing to do now with Sentinel going core. But mm -hmm. um, when you have those ascendancies at the top, uh, let me give you an example. And this is kind of the negative consequence of constant change for the sake of change, right? Like I'm the I'm I'm a fan of the game staying the same. If things are balanced, don't change them. Let people's monotony of a certain class be their motivation to try a different class. Don't try and beef it up if it's fine. You know what I mean? Um, now, that's not the case in this specific circumstance, but I'm not a fan of change for change. Let the league be the change, but if the core game's fine, if we leave it be. Um, Chieftain is... Is it Chieftain or Chieftain? Chieftain. Okay. <laughs> Chieftain is... A fantastic ascendancy for righteous fire it is tanky it gives good damage it has a lot of it's just it's very well-rounded and it's outside of being a primary melee class it's really easy to gear especially while you're leveling it's so fantastic but i'm an absolute idiot in the community for having a righteous fire character as chieftain because it's not inquisitor yeah, and that's one thing that really sucks about it is that it, yeah. you kind of when when the community gets that way, you kind of kill I don't know the the sort of the spirit of Path of Exile, which is try it out, see what you think. Right. Uh, but it, like I said, I think it was so different. If you go back far enough to, I remember like closed beta times and even during op open beta, it there wasn't a direction. There wasn't like a Here's a guide. Here's what you do. But the game was like a quarter of the size, maybe even maybe even like a tenth of the size. It was so much easier to like you could figure it out. You weren't dealing with because there weren't leagues at that time. Right? right. So you didn't have these quarterly changes or like, you know, every three months you're going to see some something shift quite a bit. So I think you are right. It does make it hard when you have these shifts. But I do think the idea of and this has we've kind of gone on a total beeline, which is fine. Uh, I think the days of where people just pick up the game and figure it out, I, I just don't think that's the majority of players. I think it's fun if you do it, but I don't think, I don't think, I mean, me, you and I have talked about this in the past, and this is probably before podcast time. We used to like create a character and just go. That's the and way let's I just figure it out. Let's just yeah. go as we go along. Oh, it's not really. I mean, you got POE planner, you got uh, POE, uh, whatever the other one, the path of building the one that everybody but you uses that there it's not so much anymore just like let's start the game up and let's play it, mm -hmm. it, it kind of like i remember we used to laugh because you'd be like uh what i can't start a new character yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's right but, well no and i am like that with path of exile but i could load the first time i played path of exile i could load it and start figuring things out yeah but like when i load with elden ring i'm not going online to see what stuff is i'm playing no. I'm playing and then it's going to the same, same way. Thing I'm not when... saying I'm like that. I'm just saying, I think, I, I think the majority of people turn to the internet relatively quickly. And that's why you see Lame. it was actually 77% in the top six. For six out of 19? Six out of 19. 77%. It is six plus one, right? Like there's six classes there's plus the ascendant. Two, so that's four, 18 six, plus eight, one. 10, yeah. 12, 14, 16, eight, yeah, 19. So what are the top six? Inquisitor, Occultist, Ascendant, Necromancer, Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Too fast, too fast, too fast. Inquisitor, Inquisitor Occultist, yeah. Occult. Oh, Ascendant. I love Occultist. I'm disappointed that's so popular. I love Occultist. Ascendant. Ascendant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Suck it, Justin. Necromancer. She's awesome. Necro. Love it. Deadeye and Champion. What's a Deadeye? Oh, is that the bow and arrow one? Yeah, and a lot of people are doing oh, that with some of the uh, magic find Suck stuff. It. What was after Deadeye? Uh, Champion. And huh. then it takes a sharp drop after that after champion mm. and then even more so it like i i do i really like stats like this but even more so one two three three skills are being used in the what is that 24 34 44 44 percent of the and these are top 100 these are people who like whatever the number is right this is not the whole league this is however many people have made up to 100. So I understand it's not a full representation of the entire league because POE Ninja doesn't show you every single character. It's like the top however many. I don't remember how many it is. Right. 40, 44% of them are using three skills. Righteous Fire, Fire Trap, and Lightning Strike. So again, I just, it just, I just think a lot of people do go the direction of, of the internet. But I, get, it, it, I do understand just so nobody goes on whatever YouTube and starts yelling. I know that POE Ninja is, is a smaller representation of the entire league. It's not the entire league, but it's the only thing we have stat-wise to look at. So that's why I'm using it. Mm -hmm. Anyway. I, I hope they come out with some stats soon. 
hopefully it's like I like having those those uh, legally stats where they say like, this is how many people are playing these classes and these skills and these. I would love for and, them to include in those stats how like where does the majority of their player base fall in like um, maybe not weekly time on, but even like league, like how many people spent X amount of hours roughly in the league. And mm, that'd you be know, cool. I, it would be kind of interesting to see where do the majority of their players fall. But yeah. Yeah, cool. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> what are we talking no, no. about? That was it uh, for this filaments week. Filaments was one. Oh, no, filaments, I yeah. want to talk filaments. Filaments. Um, I haven't really seen many people mention filaments. Um, I probably just have missed it. But that to me was the most exciting part about Sentinel. Yeah, it was awesome. I think about okay, well, here's a league. Sweet. Right away, I'm going like, okay, what's going core? Is anything going core? I hope this doesn't go core. I hope this does go core. Filaments. Oh my goodness! Imagine like. They obviously didn't specifically say anything about it, but wouldn't that be awesome if in 319 you could just start Never, planning your tree? Ne- planning, sure. Planning would be great. Well, that's what but, filaments is. Right, but you could re- you could change them. You could take them out at any point and 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 it, you wouldn't have to pay any cost to do oh, that. Oh yeah, no, that no, that lack of respect's not going to happen, but mm-hmm. I would love for right off the bat, okay, this is, I know and my just first 10 levels are going here. Yeah, as I'm and playing. Then, and you also auto there. level my stupid gems like console gets, please. So I don't have to click the <laughs> tiniest no. little button in the freaking world. Justin, and that's in hey, the PC version. They said that they fixed that whole like rearranging that happens. Liars. Liars. <laughs> it still happens. It's so freaking annoying. That's awesome. Just put all the ones that need to level up at the top. But uh, Justin, you know. they have the auto leveling on PC. Nah, I'm not playing with a controller. Get out Do of it. No. Do it. So anyway, no, that'd be awesome if you could do the filament all the way up to, you know, maybe your first mastery. Then, of course, you leave it because who knows how that's going to work. So you just leave it. And then as soon as you see that skill point up there, like, oh, got a mastery to put on. And then you put Mm -hmm. your mastery on. Then, all right, here's my next notable. This is the path one. Oh, man, if that doesn't make it in 319, I'm never playing again. (laughs) Drawing the line. You know what would be cool is if you could actually draw out the filament for your whole tree and it would follow the line but anytime you got to and it would do it automatically okay so it just automatically starts leveling your stuff but when it got to a y in the road or a fork in the road that's when it would say you need to make a decision which which of these directions do you want to go and then it would continue to follow that direction or something okay or you could put in your own stops Oh man, let me program the tree, please. (laughs) That's if then (laughs) cd backslash colon yeah yeah Commander anyway, Keen. It'll be interesting to see what 319 has. Uh, they said August 11th, I think, is when, when they'll do their announcement. Ish. So. Yeah. Cool. August hey. 11th? I didn't have much of a POE week, so how was yours? You didn't, eh? Well, I am happy to say that I spent a lot of time in POE this week, which was really nice. Uh, well, technically, it was all in my head, but <laughs> it was fantastic. It was a lot of theory crafting, and I loaded the games up to... Yeah, try a map with this setup or try a couple maps with a different setup. And so there was a see. So here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm trying to come up with a little bit more. I'm finding that just with maybe it's just because of like the uh, current state with like the flood and then like all the extra responsibilities I have from how the house has been and how extra we've been. I just haven't had as much time the last two leagues to play Path of Exile. I'm hoping that's not permanent, but if it is. I'm coming up with kind of like a version that I can play with co-op and then a version I can play solo and just my go-to builds. I can memorize them. And as soon as it's kind of like my zombie build, right? Right now I can tweak it. I've got it nailed. It's just, I got it down. And no matter the changes that GG comes out with, I'm like, oh, okay, I can just make this change, this change, this change, and it'll be fine. Um, So I'm trying to come up with two builds, one that's good for co-op. And then one that's good for solo. Obviously, the, the only reason that I'm having to is because I love curses, but curses aren't co-op friendly. So so that's what's mulling around in my head all the time. And so one thing, and normally I, I some masteries I don't like any of the options in. For example, the life mastery has some really good pros and cons in the life mastery, but I choose none of them because I don't like any of the cons in the life mastery. But in the flask, I think it was the flask master. I, I typed down life mastery, but that's What's not the con. Correct. The it's, only con I can think of is the reduced recovery rate. Oh, now I now you have to you get like bring it's it a percent, up. And is it percentage increased max wait. life and reduced recovery rate? I feel I'm like that's the only con. Up. Oh shush! And I still think that that one's still worth it. All right, life mastery increased la maximum life. 
but right. reduced life recovery rate. I don't no, like that one. I, I still think that one's worth it, but yeah. 2% life regen when moving. I stand still just as much as I move. So I yeah, like I don't consistency. Plus 50 to max life is good. It's a great one early Plus on. Plus 50 to max life. Yep. Uh, reduced cost of life skills. Depends on what you're Depends, playing. Depends, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, increased life recovery rate from flask use when on low life. I don't like that one. It's fine, but I, I like for me, I like the I don't like the situational ones. And mm-hmm. then the other one is vitality has 100% increased mana reservation efficiency. And That's I always have too. that on life. It's on arrogance for me. Mm-hmm. All right. But the yes, it's the flask mastery. This one I absolutely I so I don't normally I'm not normally on the east side of the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one just reclicked where I re noticed this one and I absolutely love it. So remember when I used to play with four life flasks? That was before yeah. the flask items that came out. What are yeah, they called? Instilling and kindling. Oh, and GGG instilling orbs. I just absolutely it's like the best thing you've ever come up with in my life besides the game itself. So good. So this will let me go back to four life flasks, but still use it's it's like I'm, I'm still using my flask for the same thing that I'd normally be using them for, but I can use all life flasks because right now I have triggers. What are the instilling orbs on um, a ruby flask? I forget what they're all called now. Um, sapphire, topaz. Quartz. I'm sure you use a quartz. A quartz and then a quartz right. flask instead of an amethyst because the amethyst doesn't give you any bonus. But it, so the ruby flask triggers when I start when I start burning the sapphire when i chill slash freeze and then when i get shocked with the topaz and then i forget what it is that i do on the i think the quartz flask doesn't have a trigger just, just when it's full yeah just do just when like, it's full or something. it's my <laughs> oh my goodness run away right and so i do that just so that i'm you know have some mitigation against the elements of that i'm getting ailments against but this says remove a random non-elemental ailment when you use a life flask yeah it's pretty sweet it is because I'm planning on being the raider where I, and I'm going to have a hundred percent immunity to ailments, not immunity, I guess. What's it called? Avoidance of ailments. So I can still actually be on burning ground or something like that, but I'm not actually going to burn or be chilled or be shocked. So I don't have to use my flasks for that. I could have four life flasks. And remember on controller support, there's the smart flask system mm-hmm. so when i'm using a life flask and that life flask is out i can hit the exact same button and it uses the next life flask over so it's still just one button for me and it removes a non-elemental ailment when i use a life flask so that's awesome so if i have corrupted blood or i have this or i have that so i don't even have to roll corrupted blood wait non does corrupted is, blood I, I wonder if it counts as an ailment i know bleeding is an ailment I'd have to look to see what yeah, it actually is. What it, anyway, mm-hmm. so I, but I'd plan around that. So yep. that was kind of neat where I was like, oh my goodness, I'm actually playing the exact same way that I'd normally play, but I have four life flasks or three life flasks and two oh crap flasks or something. So, but what would my old crap flask be when I have 100% movement speed and I'm permanently phasing? <laughs> you know, right? Options. So this is what happens, Justin, <laughs> when you finally leave Necromancer land, you're all <laughs> flabbergasted with everything else. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was really cool. Um, so let's see. So this week was all about like, what skills do I like? That's a big deal that really funnels it down. What skills do I like that match the Raider for co-op and then the occultist for solo? And I don't want them to be the exact same skills. I do like my variety. I love the theory crafting in this game. That's why I play. And so I'm like going back and forth. And like, so I tested the Reaper and like with my Necromancer build, I replaced my zombies with it just to see what survivability would be like. Tested it with a raider to see what the reaper survivability would be like with no investment. I went with, I played around to find out how focus ballista support works. Have you ever played with that? Focus yes. ballista support is oh, when no, you have, focus like it only fires when you fire and at the target oh, that okay. you're firing at. Cool. So I was like, okay, so how does that work? Can I use that same skill that it's linked to? No, I can't. Okay, so now do I want to use the same skill? Do I want to use a different skill? It fires as often as you do, but it doesn't have the same attack speed that you do so it's still not firing as often as you do but i was trying things like explosive arrow with that which is pretty neat or also with frenzy well i'm using frenzy and i'm speeding up as i get all that stuff and then they're using explosive arrow i was thinking about elemental hit with that because that would be a lot of fun so yeah so a lot of a lot of a lot of fun with that one i was doing a lot of testing with vortex cooldowns i still absolutely love skills that just drop at your feet I, I intended on going to traps. I've always loved fire trap. My very first tanky build that I ever did. Now this is like 
seven maybe, but I made, um, was it a champion? I think it was a champion that did fire trap and that got nothing but horrendous reviews from people. But <laughs> yeah, it was a super tanky champion that did fire trap and I've always loved fire trap, but I've never on the deck side of the tree. And so I've never really poured into it, but I wanted to see if there was, and I forgot if there's an alternate deployment method on controller support for fire trap. So instead of throwing it, it drops it. Because I somebody mentioned that that was the case, but I haven't tried it out and I wanted to. But that would be pretty cool. So I was testing out an idea of doing both Vortex and Fire Trap. So I but I'd only be investing in like damage over time. I wouldn't be investing in just like in cold or fire. It'd just be damage over time. So I want to see where those nodes were. And there's really not that many. I think there's two on the east side and then there's one on the north side. So anyway, but it was it was kind of fun to see and check out. And then of course when you see that the you know, like only damage over time is like so scarce throughout the tree. It's not generic, which is a good thing. Then it's like, okay, sweet. So now do I want to get into cluster jewels? Because I can definitely get some good generic damage in cluster jewels. So, you know, then that encourages me going into cluster jewels. And I'm like, oh, okay, the damage over time, the generic damage that'll work for both Vortex and Fire Trap. Where can I find that? And so, yeah, it was, uh, I had a lot of fun doing that. I was still trying SRS with the Raider, right? I'm really thinking I'm going to have to. Or what? Yeah. And mm. yeah, I'm, I'm casting like a billion times a second, which is fantastic. But I don't like SRS. Like it's, it's my old favorite skill, but I don't like it. You know what I mean? Mm. And I'm having a hard time not calling it my favorite skill anymore. But it's just not. It's so spread out. And if they don't do crazy damage right off the bat, it's so it takes so long to clear tanky groups. Mm. You know what I mean? And then they die. And it's just like, it's just too spread out. You know what I mean? But I, I want it to work, but it's not working. Now, again, I'm, I'm with the Raider. So my damage investment is minor compared to my survivability investment. So maybe I would enjoy it a lot more as a Necromancer. But if I was Necromancer, I'm 100% always going with zombies. Hmm. But I, so then I was trying to replace it with Absolution. It's too bright for me, but I did play with Absolution a lot, which seemed really cool. So... Then I'm to wrestling with the idea that I really love minions, but I don't like a lot of the minion skills, but I also love bows and curses and auras and ballistas and stackable damage over time. Put real, them all into one. Real damage over time, Justin. Real damage over time. The stuff where it's like, I'll hit somebody and then I can walk away and they're still taking damage. Mm -hmm. Not the stuff where it's like, it's just because they're within a proximity that sure. they take damage. That's yep. not damage over time, even though it is damage over time for Vortex and Righteous Fire. That's why I like I bleed like, and like Chaos Dot stuff. Right. Yes. And like Poison, good. like a stackable poison. dot. Like, mm -hmm. bum, 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 bum. <laughs> You're running away, all giggling that you hurt them. So anyway, with all that stuff I'm thinking about, I'm trying to focus without repeating too much within each build. I'm trying to put some of that where I'm really scratching as many itches as possible into two builds sweet and Sounds then easy, who knows right? what 319 will change <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it well i remember back in 3.0 is when i did my first zombie guide and it changed a lot each league yep and it, was a lot it of wasn't work. until it was but it wasn't until maybe 3.8 maybe that it was like all right i've played with it enough that now this is now now remember like i'm not playing eight hours a day and so i can't like fine-tune the build within a week but i've already put in a billion hours like i'm playing the same four to eight hours a week and so that's you know it takes me a few leagues to really fine-tune something so now it's like that but now i'm starting that over so mm -hmm. hopefully um hopefully it nails but anyway that's what i love about this game i can spend more time playing the game outside the game or dwelling on it and thinking of it than i can actually in the game and i have just as much fun testing it out I'm not as like, obviously I want to be successful when I'm playing co-op, but I have no problem coming up with ideas. I'm fine. Like it sucks when you put a ton, like 10, 20 hours into like creating a build in your mind or on POE planner, because that's what everybody uses. And it sucks when you put all that time in and you really are excited and then it doesn't work, but it doesn't work on a level that you don't understand. Like oh shoot, I'm dying too fast. Oh shoot, I'm not doing this. Like there's just too many elements of the build that aren't working, but then you can't decide is like, is this just a crappy rare that's attacking me? Like, is this, this? so then you try it out in a bit on, on a bunch, but I like, I don't have to be successful to enjoy my theory crafting. It is kind of sucky when it doesn't work, but it's so 
so rewarding when it's like, oh my goodness, I can take on all this extra content. And so that's what this week's been like for me. Uh, it's not really broadcast worthy, but uh, I've been having a ton of fun with it. So, sweet, Justin, you're not, well, maybe you missed these messages. Maybe you missed these messages. But I hope things are slowing down for you in real life because I'm going to have some feedback questions for you coming up. Oh, yeah? It's not Sweet. even patch notes. Ooh, exciting. So get oh, we, your got, mind. we got a couple more weeks still. Yeah, get your uh, mind around occultists. Get your mind around Raider. And here come the questions, Justin. Here come the All questions. Right. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Let's wrap this up. Episode 146. That's a big number. A Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I'm Justin AK Tags. Tyler Wrecker of Days. Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. If you're looking for more information, you can find it down below. We got a website, foreverexile.com. We're on Twitter, foreverexile82. We have a very fun Discord community. Uh, Patreon and other ways to support the podcast are down below or on our website. Uh, Patreons will catch you all in After Dark, and everybody else will see you in 147 next week. Bye bye. Love ya.